Thank you for joining me on the Spirit-Led Business Podcast. Today we are discussing the key to living in your wildest dreams. Welcome back everyone. It's so good to be with you again. I am thankful that you are tuning in today. You are a blessing and I'm excited about today's topic the key to living in your wildest dreams. So let's just go before the Lord in prayer before we get started. Father, thank you for all the listeners that have tuned in today. I pray that they would receive something that would stir faith in them to receive that place, that place of their wildest dreams becoming a reality. Father, I invite the Holy Spirit just to have his way in our lives today. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. The key to living in your wildest dreams. So what is a key? A key gives you access to something or somewhere. And I want to read you what Bishop David Oyedipo, he's a pastor in Nigeria. I want to read what he said about a key. He says, you need to ask the Lord to help you locate from his word the appropriate keys that deal with the issues of life. The struggles we encounter are because we don't have the appropriate keys. How much prayer do you need to pray before you enter into your car when you have the keys in your hand? He said, in like manner, every door can be opened. All that is needed is the use of the appropriate covenant key. All that's needed is the appropriate key. And we get that key from the word of God. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I want to tell you how I got on this subject of wildest dreams. I was in prayer one day and I began to pray for a friend of mine and it just kind of rose up in my spirit that great things were just around the corner for him. So I was just, you know, texting him an encouraging word. But before I finished, the Holy Spirit led me to text him, welcome to your wildest dreams. And you know, it was just a few short months. He began to call me and tell me how these doors opened that were just beyond his wildest dreams. And so when we think about wildest dreams, what is a wildest dream? It's something that you didn't even realize was on the menu. You couldn't pray and ask God for it because you didn't even know it was available. How many of you would like to have your wildest dreams taking place in your business or on your job or in your ministry? If you're in ministry to start walking in those things. We've all probably had times where we could sense on the inside of us that God had greater for us than what we were currently walking in. So you'll find this key in Ephesians chapter 3. So I was just bumping along here praying this prayer in Ephesians for myself. It starts in verse 17, Ephesians chapter 3 verse 17. It says that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. So I would say it this way. I would say that Christ may dwell in my heart by faith, that I being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that I might be filled with all the fullness of God. What an awesome prayer to pray, that you would be filled with all the fullness of God. But then I hit verse 20. I hit that beyond our wildest dreams scripture. It says, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. 
He is able. Who is the one who is able to do this exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think? That would be God, right? And it says that he is able to do above all that we ask or think. That's beyond our wildest dreams. We haven't even thought of some of the things that God has planned for us that are that are just waiting on us to access it. But how do we do it? Shouldn't he just give it to us, right? Shouldn't he just lay it? We should just say, Lord, lay it on us, right? But as we look, the rest of that scripture gives us the answer. So it says, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. You walking and living in your wildest dreams is according to the power that is at work on the inside of you. Isn't that a surprise? It is up to what you are allowing God to do on the inside of you. Let's read that last verse, that Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 in the classic Amplified. It's a bit more wordy, but you're about to see what I'm talking about. It says, now to him who by in consequence of the action of his power that is at work within us, is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly far over and above all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. He is able to do far beyond our wildest dreams and he wants to do it but it hinges upon the power that is at work on the inside of you. Matthew chapter 12, verse 35 in the classic Amplified says, the good man from his inner good treasure flings forth good things. (laughs) That's just the first half of that scripture, but listen to that. The good man from his inner good treasure flings forth good things. The power that is at work on the inside of you is able to access your wildest dreams. It will reel them right in. So the question is, can we increase the power that is working in us? Do we all have the same power? Aren't we all anointed equally? No, if we are saved, we have all received salvation. We received Jesus. We have all received that same salvation. But the anointing, there's a price tag to the anointing. Everybody doesn't have the same power at work on the inside of them. Let me ask you this. Just think of the people you know. Do you know any powerless Christians? Do you have any friends or do you know anyone at church that it seems like there's always drama going on in their life? There's no joy taking place. They have no victory. They don't seem to be too excited about the things of God. The power level on the inside of them is virtually non-existent. And then you may have other friends who they got a little power working on the inside of them. You know, they have some testimonies and then they have some, you know, days where they're wavering or or their joy levels way low. So they're kind of, 
you know, we would call them an immature Christian, but they do have some victory going on in their life. They got a little power working on the inside of them. And then you have others who have great power working on the inside of them. They always have a testimony. They always seem to see the bright side of everything. It always seems that something good is taking place in their life. They have an effective ministry, effective business. They are powerful believers. They got power working on the inside of them. So I guess the next question would be, can we grow that power? If we're at that place of little power, right, or medium power, can we get up to that great power? Can we increase the power? Well, let's look at Acts chapter 9 and verse 22. It says, yet Saul, who was the apostle Paul, Yet Saul increased all the more with power and confounded the Jews living in Damascus, proving that this one is the Christ. So Saul increased all the more with power. In the Passion Translation, that same scripture says, Saul's power increased greatly. So that power that's on the inside of you, it can increase And I'm going to do a part two of this where we talk about what we can do to increase that power, to get that power level up so that our capacity to receive our wildest dreams increases. I trust you enjoyed this teaching today and my prayer is that it brings much fruit into your life. Let me also encourage you to subscribe to the Spirit Led Business Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. If you will also leave a review, it will help others find these timely teachings. Thank you again and have a blessed day.